my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Tanner fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How is everyone doing at this time? I'm doing all right. I know I officially said I wasn't, I wasn't officially coming back until April with the two rusty episodes from season four, but I thought, you know what? I want to do a Full House episode. And I thought, I was thinking about it, like, you know what? What is one that could kind of, kind of follow along a little bit with what we're going on? I'm like, you know what? I know there's an episode in season one. Of course, the episode I'm talking about is entitled A Pox in Our House. This is episode 15 from season one, which aired on January 29th, 29th, 1988. In this episode, Danny has an important newscast for Wake Up San Francisco. Wait, wait just a second. No, 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 no. This person who edited this should have... At this point in time in season one, Danny is a sportscaster. There is no Wake Up San Francisco at this time. He doesn't start that until Rebecca Donaldson joins... Or Lori Laughlin as Rebecca Donaldson joins the cast in season two. They will co-host together Wake Up San Francisco. At this time, he is just a newscaster. So... He has an important newscast. But Stephanie ends up getting chicken pox along with Jesse and Joey. DJ, a.k.a. Donna Joe, gets invited to a sleepover and ends up babysitting with Michelle. Well, actually, she ends up kind of babysitting Stephanie, Danny, or not Danny, excuse me, Stephanie, Jesse, and Joey, and Michelle. That is a lot for an 11-year-old to have to handle. Hey, that dog's head is... Yeah, we're, um, as I said before, we're in the process of getting our house ready to be put on the market and just so much stuff, just packing totes and we actually took our curtains down. So anyone who's anyone can drive by my house and see me podcasting. And I got a new podcasting table, guys. It is a lot larger. It doesn't feel so cramped with my laptop and my portable DVD player and everything. So it's a lot more roomier, which is awesome. I am going to... There is one other summary on the IMDb page for this episode. I want to read it because it seems like it's a little bit more correct here. Stephanie comes down with chicken pox. And as the day progresses, the people who can take care of Michelle quickly... Dwindles. I like that there. That is nice wording. I love how they say the the day progresses, the people who can take care of Michelle quickly dwindles. I like that wording there. Danny may have to give up his chance to cover an important. Okay, this person has a little bit of. A, I'm not gonna. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not gonna nitpick on this. Okay, he has to cover um, a Warriors game if I remember correctly. And it's really cool because he's wearing like the yellow, like jumpsuit outfit. It just, he's like, Oh, I look really cute. Cause he's on the phone with like, um, 
his uh, man, I guess his manager or somebody who's running, you know, got the event all set up and everything. So anyway, okay. He even he's been looking forward to it. Meanwhile, Jesse, Joey, and Stephanie try to deal with the itching while keeping away from Michelle. Now, of course, this is at the time. This is 1988, guys. We didn't have. I don't even think they do this anymore. Um, this was a thing well after my time with the, the chicken pox parties or something where one kid would get it and then you'd have, like, everyone would bring their kid over to be exposed to it so they can all get it and then get over it at the same time. Um, I did have chicken pox. I was living with my aunt and uncle. I was, I think it was, like, seven going on eight. Maybe I was even eight. I'm not sure. First grade, my cousins got it. My cousins ranged from, you know, seven all the way down to, like, four. They got it. I got it. I really can't recall too, too much. Um, my aunt and I one day were kind of talking about it, and I don't know whether she was over, she was exaggerating, but she said I got it to the point where I got them in my mouth. I don't even know. I'm surprised that if it happened, I guess, but... Like, she said she had to take me to the ER doctor because it was so bad that I got them in my mouth. The chicken pox. Like, I mean, it's bad enough when you're not supposed to scratch them because scratching leaves scars and everything, and it's just going to aggravate. It's like when you're, so like, say you have, like, a rash on your arm, and you're like, gosh, you want or a mosquito bite, and you want to scratch. And it's like, you think you're getting relief when, in fact... It's just kind of making it worse. It's like you get temporary relief for a minute, but at the end, it's just your brain's going to keep keep scratching, keep scratching because you want that relief. Um, I think there are things you can use, like what? I swear I use like calamine lotion or something like that, like that pink stuff. But um, yeah, that was my experience with the chicken pox. Hey, Jeremy, how old were you when you got the chicken pox? 13? Uh, oh, he was, oh yeah, that's right, because you had it on your birthday, right? Oh, oh, he had it a week, Jeremy had it a week before his 13th birthday, so, oh my goodness. But Jesse and Joey, of course, they never got the chicken pox. So I'm thinking if Jesse never got the chicken pox, then Pam never got the chicken pox, because she was older. Because if she had it, then Jesse, I mean, they live in the same house. I think, are there even chicken pox vaccines, chicken pox vaccines at this point? I'm not sure. There might be. I think there might be. So Jesse, Joey, and Stephanie try to deal with the itching while keeping away from Michelle. That's right, because Michelle, at this point, it's maybe, in season one, she's like nine months old. I don't know how dangerous that could be for a child that young to get chicken pox. Like I said, this is in 1988. This is not 2020. So this episode has a 7.0 out of 10 based on 228 ratings. We don't have any um, guest stars here. It's just the main cast. This episode was directed by Joel Zwick. Jeff Ryder, the creator. Jeff Ryder. <laughs> Jeff Franklin, the creator. Excuse me. And Leonard Rips, who is credited as Lenny Rips. All right, let's jump into some trivia here. The title is based upon, I kind of thought that 
It had something to do with Romeo and Juliet. The title was based upon the Shakespearean curse of pox on both your houses, which is said when Mercurio dies in Romeo and Juliet. Now, I'm only, I mean, I know of the Romeo and Juliet from, like, the, the 60s. But I'm more familiar with the Leonardo DiCaprio, Claire Danes movie from, what, 1996, 97? And doesn't the police officer at the end say a pox on both your houses? Because Mercurio, is that how you say his name? Says it. When he ends up dying. Due to this feud between the um, Montagues and the Capulets. That is the only trivia for this. Okay. Goof, here we go. When Jessie comes downstairs sick, DJ's spoon jumps from her bowl to her mouth a little too quickly. In this episode, Joey states that he has never had the chicken pox and gets them later in the episode. However, in episode 4.7, Colonel... Okay, yeah, I remember this episode colonel gladstone talks about watching cartoons with joey when he was three and had the chicken pox well then joey had a case of shingles because i think that's like what the adult version of chicken pox and it's a lot more uh, very very painful for money here when jesse comes down sick dj uh, why do they put goofs in here twice they have it at the top they have it as a third goof Michelle, okay, this person is a, this is, it says it's a factual error. Michelle could still catch the chicken pox just being in the house. Chicken pox is an airborne disease, can also be transmitted through infected items such as clothing. Michelle should have been out of the house until everyone got better. That's the thing, guys. Danny went through that phone book. I'm sure he checked with, you know, the girl's grandparents, Jesse's parents. They probably couldn't do it. At that time, the only grandma Cochran at the time because Jesse was still Jesse Cochran until later he became Jesse Katsopoulos. Um, they couldn't do it most likely. Oh, there's a lady walking her cute. Oh, that's a, a dog. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm getting distracted by what's going out. A lot of people walk by, ride bikes, drive by. Why is she looking at my yard? Lady, why are you looking at my yard? Oh, is your dog taking a poop? Is your dog taking Oh my gosh, my dog's taking a poop! I don't want the people in the house to see. <laughs> it's fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> like, my house isn't up for sale yet. What are you looking at exactly? The leaf. The, the yard. Uh, guys, it's been done. The long hair is done. I'm so happy. I took a while to get him here, but it's all been done. So. As I've said, Danny probably thought, yeah, he called everyone in the phone book that he could. Every babysitter, every parent of every babysitter, A to Z, nothing. And I, I thought, you know, sometimes I think about these episodes before I record them, and I'm just thinking about little tidbits. I'm like, this would be a big, big stretch. A big, big stretch. But I'm like, what if Danny got his mom? Now, you know that his mom is in Tacoma, Washington at that point in season one. I'd say, like, ship her off, but you're not going to send a nine-month-old baby by themselves on a plane. That's just not happening. That could be a last resort or say, hey, mom, look, 
everyone, Jesse, Joey, they got the chicken pox. Michelle's got it. DJ luckily already had it. I really don't know. Could that be really bad if Michelle got it at some point? I kind of, I kind of honestly wonder if at one point in the show, one of the episodes, it just gets slipped in there that Michelle got the chicken pox at some point. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's jump into these reviews. I'm really curious to see. Oh, we got some other people. Okay, we got our faithful power man, Dan. Okay, good, good, good. And uh, a newbie here I have not seen. Kellen, Kellen Vass gives us a 9 out of 10. This was published on November 22nd, 2014. 9 out of 10, titled, Who Knew Chicken Box Could Be This Fun? <laughs> Stephanie gets a, see, only TV sitcoms can make chicken pox seem like a good time. When in reality, it's just very inconvenient and aggravating. <laughs> Stephanie gets a chicken box and spreads it to people in her family. Joey insists he's immune, which, come on, Joey. No, you're not. But he gets it as well. Stephanie and Jesse are forced to withdraw from their events. Yes, Stephanie is really bummed. Most kids don't aren't really big fans of school. Maybe some are, but the reason that Stephanie's all like whipped up in a frenzy of no, I gotta get to school, I gotta get to school. Uh, you know, in season one, Stephanie's all about you know ballet, tutus, all that good stuff, right? A professional ballerina is coming to her school for one day only. Of course, that's when the chicken pox decides to flare up and attack Stephanie's body with its virus. Um, that's uh, That stinks. Like, I'd be like, if I were Danny and Stephanie got better, I'm like, okay, what's the lady's name? Okay, um, how much can I pay to get her to like do a professional like uh, just a personal like you know I mean he did the thing later on with Tommy Page like hey my daughter's a big fan of yours you come over like hey pay this lady like hey my daughter unfortunately she wasn't able to you know see you because she had chicken pox can you do me a solid I will pay you I will take you out to dinner if you will come and do some moves and talk about how you became a ballerina to my six-year-old daughter. She would love you forever. I would love you forever. Jesse's got a doo-wop show that he's all jazzed up for. He's all, you know, glammed up and all that stuff. He's unfortunately got a withdrawal from that. It really stinks. It says Danny, they, uh, this person says Danny and DJ may have the biggest dilemma. Danny gets to hang with the Golden State Warriors, but if he doesn't find a babysitter, he might have to make DJ miss her slumber party, which it's her first slumber party. There'll be more. There'll be others. There'll be others. I love this episode. It's hilarious, heartwarming, and genu genuinely a terrific episode. I've had chicken pox. It isn't fun to deal with, and resisting a scratch is the hardest part. I thought this episode did many fun things with the scenario. Wait until you see Joey and Jesse's bet to see... Who scratches first? Everyone is so lovable in this one. Even the wooden Bob Saget made me laugh. It's Candace Cameron Bure who makes the biggest impression, though. She gives one of her best performances in this episode with her endearing show. Okay. The stunt she pulls at the end warmed my heart. Uh, it's not really a stunt. The message here is that being sick means you have to miss important things and focus on family job well done. Here are my favorite quotes. Stephanie. 
Can I ask you a can I ask a question? Aren't I too young to get pimples? Jesse, referring to Joey's claim that he's immune to puffs. You're immune to common sense. Stephanie, chicken puffs. I got something from a chicken? This is a kid. You probably would think that. Alright. Power Mandam, March 20th, 2016. 10 out of 10, my favorite episode of the season. Not only is this one of my favorite episodes of the season, it's also one of my favorite episodes of the entire show. Everything that makes a show good is here, and everything that gives Full House its flair here is, is here in the perfect ways. A pox in our house deals with Stephanie catching the chicken pox and having to miss her dance recital. The disease spreads to Jesse, who must also miss his doo-wop show, and Joey. Danny must find a sitter for Michelle because he has a chance to play basketball with the Warriors, and DJ is going to miss her is going to her first slumber party. There are two scenes with excellent musical numbers. One with Jesse and his band. The other with Jesse, Joey, and Stephanie. There are also a few hilarious, cute scenes with baby Michelle. Michelle says her best gibberish in this episode. <laughs> Perhaps the most important aspect is its underlying theme of having to give up things and putting your family first. This is done in a cheesy way, like most others in shows. Alright, here's the last... Yes, um, Power Mandan, like I said, gave it a 10 out of 10. Um, a lot of it's rating like 8, 9, 10. This last one is actually an 8 out of 10. The Miracle of Pox. I like that title. December 8th, 2013 by Mitch RMP, which I have seen his username and occasional reviews. I don't see any from Taylor Kingston, though. What does one do when chicken pox enters a house, especially when you want to keep the youngest member of the family healthy? Well, the Tanner family has to, had to learn this when Stephanie comes down with the pox. Joey claims he can't get them, while Jesse and Danny both assure the family that they've had them. DJ has also... Okay, you know what? I'll get into this after this review. Unfortunately, Jesse is wrong, and he does come down with them. Jesse's mom informs him that he hasn't had chicken pox. So now Danny has to give up, either give up his job he'd been looking forward to or find a babysitter. DJ, the only healthy or person, also has plans away from the family. Of course, Stephanie doesn't want to stay home and tries to sneak out of the house. Amazingly, everyone feeling pretty good after the initial I'm sick is over. I don't know about others, but I felt bad through the entire week, and this is the first day. <laughs> exactly, for the first day, it's just completely consumed everybody. It's like, you're only on day one. Let's see how you feel on day seven. Because <laughs> you're going to be clawing at the walls to get out of the house. We do have a soundtrack here with Chain Gang, which is written by Sam Cooke, performed by Dave Coulier and John Stamos. Okay, real quick, I was going to say about DJ having the chicken pox. How old was she? Because there is at least, okay, uh, she is 10 in the first, in the pilot episode, Stephanie is 4. That's 6 years age difference between the girls. So, let's say DJ got them at age 6. How does that, well, it, the, this is a whole rabbit hole I could spend a whole episode on, and I really, I know, I want to get to the episode, guys, of course. 
Real quick, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for jumping in here. I want to let you know how to follow along with the podcast on social media. On face on the uh, Facebook, we got uh, the Oh My Land to Holy Chalupas Full House Fuller House podcast. You can go there, follow along, find out what episodes I'm going to be doing, what episodes I've currently done. Uh, Instagram, OMHC Full House Fuller House Pod. Twitter, OMHC Full House. And if you'd like to send an email about your comments, your memories of Full House, if you want to send an audio clip on your opinions on an episode, just go to OMHC Podcast at gmail.com. If you've been listening for a while and you enjoy the podcast and you want to support the show, you can go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, go to Full House Podcasts, the All My Lanta Holy Chalupas podcast will show up. Leave a review or a rating. You can use emojis, describe your favorite episodes and characters. All right, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. Alright, so we come out of the intro. We are in the living room. We have Jesse with his bandmates. We have seven other guys there aside from Jesse. We have Gary, who's been there since day one. Well, probably episode two. Um, all the way up to, like, I mean, he was in Fuller House. We have the guy with the big 80s metal hair. I think his name is Lanny. He's also there when the band... You know, drops Jesse from their group and says, look, Jess, season eight, episode one, comments, excellent adventure. Jesse was always calling him Lonnie, and it's like, it's Lanny. So, like I said, this is 1988, uh, and he's singing kind of doo-wop, but then again, later on in this episode, he does have a a doo-wop show that he has to go to, and I think that's kind of the music styling that he's currently doing. And, you know, I, I agree with the other podcast, the How Rude podcast. It's like, Jesse looks like, you know, a rocker that would play, I mean, he pretty much just plays the cover songs. You don't hear him playing an original song. A lot of it is is stuff from like the fifties and a lot you know a lot of Elvis, um and, and you know stuff like that. I like that. I mean, I mean, like I like the stuff from the fifties and and sixties and, and stuff. But you'd think that, I mean, that's odds are that stuff that he grew up on listening with. You know, his dad. His dad was big in the Elvis too. We learned that in the Christmas episode where. Jesse's parents got together the night that Elvis got drafted for the war. Well, Jesse probably got his Elvis obsession from his dad, but Jesse took it, you know, one beat farther. So they're just kind of rehearsing and, you know, him and his seven bandmates. I don't think I, I don't think I see the guy that actually tells Jesse, like, we, we have to cut you from the group. I don't see him. I love how Danny's got baby Michelle. I love her little outfit. It's, um, of course, they're in San Francisco. Their football team's going to be the 49ers. She's wearing, like, a, um, 
little uh, zip-up onesie with the 49ers logo on it. And I love how Danny's just got Michelle on his lap, and he's kind of moving, you know, her legs to the beat of the music. It's adorable. Of course, we cut to the stairway as we got DJ and Stephanie. Like, they heard the music from their bedroom. Like, hey, we want to check this out. And think about it, this is episode 15, guys. This, there's not much left of season one. They got nice harmonies. I I like it. I like the harmonies. They really, they sync up well together. Are they all going to be in the doo show? Well, I mean, Jesse's not. We'll talk about that later. Joey even likes it. Like, yeah. DJ's rocking out to the, you know, they're being real supportive. If you watch and you see Stephanie, just her body language just... She's not really doing much of anything. She's just kind of got that blah face on, you know, when you don't feel well and you just like, Bleh. like I'm not gonna fake enthusiasm. I feel really cruddy kind of look on her face. I think she used up what little energy she had coming down those stairs. <laughs> Poor kid. How long is the song? How long is the song? It goes on forever. It's at least five minutes long. And honestly, it's just okay. Danny passes off Michelle to DJ. Oh, Danny. Is Danny going to want to get in on that mix? Because this seems like a Joey thing. Joey always, whenever Jesse and the bandmates are jamming and stuff, Joey always finds a way to slip in there and join in. Oh, no. Danny just kind of moved Michelle over to DJ so he can just kind of clap along with the music. Because you can't do that when you're holding a baby. You can't move your hands like this. I mean, honestly, if I had to listen to this for five minutes, I'd rather listen to Purple Rain. I like Purple Rain. I like the song Purple Rain by Prince, and that's a pretty lengthy song. Although, if you had to choose Purple Rain versus, you know, Thriller, I mean, I like Thriller. It's, it's, it's a cool little dance. It's, it's a nice dance tune. It's Michael Jackson. You can't go wrong. I just, I like the beat of Purple Rain. It just, I've never seen the movie, guys. I worked at the video store, stared at the cover whenever I'd be, like, putting movies away. I'm like, oh, gosh, Purple Rain. But I like the song. Everyone starts clapping, but Danny starts getting into it. Like, yeah, one more time. Let's go. And it's like, okay, no, 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 no. We've been doing this for, like, seven minutes. We we need to, uh... <laughs> have our vocal cords do a cool down. <laughs> and the fa uh, Joey and Stephanie and DJ are just looking at Danny like, okay, um, can you, like, not right now? I mean, we like it when they did it, but not you. <laughs> the death glares that Jesse and his bandmates are giving Danny, like, you just butchered our song. Why? Why did you do that? Don't do that. Don't don't sing, Danny. I'm gonna play this clip. <laughs> That's enough, Danny. Okay. Goodbye. 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 Goodb
dacht dat hij kind of looks like me. Ik had een couple of guys with mullets. Get out of my house! <laughs> okay, so it looks like they are gonna be a big old seven people doo-wop show. Cause he's like, alright guys, I'll see you at the dress rehearsal. Goodbye. And then goodbye. Goodbye. It's like, okay, goodbye! Go! Get out of my house! <laughs> Stephanie was, when they were doing this whole thing, Stephanie was, you know, leaning against you. The girl looks like she can barely stand on her feet. Because once they're all, those guys are all out of the house, we cut back. And Danny right away is like, we see Stephanie is like on the floor. Just like, uh, like, my feet can't hold my body anymore. Danny right away picks up on her. Like, Stephanie, honey, are you okay? I mean, if you were so like feeling like lightheaded and just blah to the point where you can't even like I would rather be on the floor like yeah there's, there's something there my body can't hold me up anymore all right brought up chicken pox symptoms include fever loss of appetite headache tiredness and a general feeling of being unwell skin rash may appear in three phases raised pink or red bumps fluid filled blister bump Ugh. Crusts and scabs that cover the broken bones. Ew! Causes. It is caused by the virus varicella zoster. Most cases occur through contact with the infected person. Clearly, she probably picked it up from someone in school. Vaccination against chickenpox can prevent... Okay, so there is a vaccination. I wonder when that vaccination came around. Okay, complications may include bacterial infections of the skin soft tissues bone joints bloodstream septus ew dehydration pneumonia inflammation of the brain toxic shock syndrome raised syndrome for people who take aspirin during chicken pox birth defects with pregnant women are infected can i catch chicken pox for my child while it's rare to catch chicken pox while pregnant it's not possible it's not impossible if you come down with chicken pox while pregnant there's a risk to your unborn baby and while it is small you should still always take your health Talk to your health professional. If you do come down with, down with chicken pox when, while pregnant, you're likely to be sicker than other people. Will Benadryl help chicken pox? Uh, buh, 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 buh. Rashes, will, ben, will Benadryl help chicken Okay. Should you expose your chicken to chicken, children to chicken pox? See, varicella and zoster virus is the viruses that produces itchy chicken pox. Outbreaks occur in the in the second should you expose your children to chicken pox. Okay. What are the stages? As we told you earlier, I don't need to go into that. Sometimes we get confused with the normal rashes or with the rash of chicken pox. So we are providing you an image. I don't need to see that image. High temperature, fever, aches, and headache often start a day or so before a rash appears. Spots. Rash. Spots appear in crops. They develop into... Okay. Loss of a appetite or feeding problems. Oh, wow. I'm just going to go on a limb. Say DJ did have the chicken pox, but she had it before Stephanie was born. Let's just, let's just shoot for that. Like, let's just say DJ got it when she was, like, in preschool. Okay? Let's just say that. So, yeah, I mean, parents sees his kid, like, one minute she's standing, the next she's, like, on the floor. He goes over to her, puts a hand on her shoulders, like, Stephanie, are you okay? She's like, I feel yucky. Oh, kiddo. 
So Danny goes, puts his arms underneath Stephanie's back and under her legs to pick her up and move her to the couch. Like, let's see if we move you over to the couch if you'll feel better. I don't think moving her to a different spot is going to make her feel better. So he moves her, but he moves her into a sitting position where she's sitting up against the back. I would have, like, laid her down. I mean, she wants to be, you know, sprawled out, laid out. But whether he did that, you know, or not, it's not going to make a difference. She's still going to feel blah. I was like, honey, let's get you upstairs and back to bed. I love how Jesse and Joey are just really concerned about this. Like, oh, no, she's sick. But Stephanie, he's like, all right, honey, how do you feel? And Stephanie's like, I still feel yucky. So Danny does the old forehead check, which just, you know, put his palm against her forehead. Like, oh, I think he, she feels a little warm. Which, of course, we don't want to just go based on Danny's one opinion, right? Let's get Joey and Jesse in there. So, boom, hey, that's how that spread. <laughs> they put their hands on her. They are not, they have not gotten the virus. But I think because they touched her, I think skin-to-skin -skin contact, maybe. I'm no doctor. But Danny, of course, has already had it, so it's not going to matter. He can, you know, put his hand on Stephanie's forehead, her cheeks, her neck, what have you, and he'll be 100% fine. <laughs> They're all like, because Danny's like, here, let me check my forehead. You know, mine's okay. Jesse's like, here, let me put my hand on your head, and then my head, and like, see if there's, somebody get a temperature, you know, a thermometer, or that's what it is, yeah. Thermometer, not a thermostat. Ther thermostat's what's on the wall. Thermometer's how you pop in your mouth. Okay. So they're doing the and, and Joey's like, here, let me see. Oh, I mean, yeah. Just, and it's, 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 a, it's a fun little sight gag here. They're all like, here, varying degrees of temperature based on, let me feel your forehead. My aunt had a thing where, like, if I were sick, like, when I was living with her, she'd actually put her lips on my forehead, like, maybe seeing if, like, your forehead's so hot to, you know, the touch of my lips that, yes, you got a fever. I want to play this clip because it's just, it's funny. It's like the guys, they've never dealt with this before. And even when DJ had it, I'm sure Pam had that 100% under control and Danny was working all the time. So he probably missed out on the whole chicken pox epidemic. At the, well, it's not so much an epidemic as it is going to be this time around. So he missed that. Okay, so real quick before I play the clip, I do see as Joey is ushering, or Joey, as Jesse's ushering out his bandmates, Stephanie, you can see her a split second as she starts to slowly lower herself to the floor. And then in the next shot, she is on the floor. Get a thermometer, guys. We didn't have the digital ones back then, though. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, let's get her. Look at
Stephanie, those aren't pimples. I think they're chicken pox. Chicken pox? I caught something from a chicken? No, you didn't, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, you probably just caught this from somebody at school. Don't worry, you're gonna be fine. Everybody gets chicken pox. I had them. I had them. I had them too. I never had them and I never will. I'm immune. No, to you're pox. not, Joey. You can't be immune to chicken pox, huh? Every kid in my school had them but me. I guess when you're an awesome physical specimen like my own bad self. Germs take one look at my body and say, hey, why waste our time? Women say the same thing. <laughs> That's a good one. That's right. <laughs> they do say that. Okay, so I guess nobody here has to worry about catching chicken pox. What about her? Yes, you do. Oh yeah. So they're just going by, Danny's just going by hearsay saying, oh, honey, it looks like you have a fan. Because they're all like, Danny, Jesse, and Joy are all like checking their own foreheads, checking her forehead. They're checking each other's foreheads. I love how DJ, who's holding Michelle, looks at Michelle. They kind of look at each other. And DJ's like, I think they're all running a fever. And it's like, guys, get a thermometer and double check. Just don't go based on your own assumption. Yeah, she most likely has a fever, but get a thermometer. Just And the thing is, you had those glass thermometers back in the day with the mercury. I don't think they made digital thermometers in 1988. They might have. I don't know. That was a new technology. Now they have thermometers where you can just run them along the forehead. You can even stick them in the ear. And you get a digital readout. I got one that I think is a VIX one, but it's got like, like it'll light up with a color depending on whether your fever is like low, it's normal, it's low, it's medium, it's high. So that's pretty cool. But Danny was his head, his hand still on Stephanie's forehead, like through the hair, like <laughs> he's like, she's really got a fever. And then he even kind of tilts her head sideways to kind of pull back the collar of his shirt. It's like, look, as he sticks a finger, like, hey, she's even sweating a little. It's like, oh, don't you kind of sweat once a fever is starting to break? I've had at times where I've had a fever and I'll like, oh, I'm sweating. The fever must start be starting to break finally. And then the next night, I'm still tossing and turning because I still have a fever. So, of course, she's got, you know, you can't see the bumps yet. They're not as prominent. They're not as pronounced looking. I mean, when I watched this episode as a kid, I bet anything with my childlike mind, I thought she actually, this child actually had chicken pox. The actress actually had chicken pox. Like, oh, how convenient, right? They write in on the show. No, but it's, it's, they're comically looking, which is probably like, you're just going to paint like little itty bitty dots to make them look like chicken pox. But Stephanie's never seen, the only thing she can remember, like, think of, like, would be a red dot is like a pimple. Like, she pulls her arm out like, dad, am I too young to get pimples? And he looks like, and he's kind of like, honey, you don't have pimples, but I, I think you have chicken pox. And of course, Stephanie's like five years old. She, chicken pox? I caught this from a chicken? <laughs> yeah, you got it from uh, the last time you had a bucket of chicken. No, no, no. 
And Danny does reassure her, like, hey, honey, it's completely normal. Everybody gets chicken pox. I had them. DJ's like, I did. Jesse's like, so did I. And Joey, of course, is like, I didn't have them. My whole class, my whole school had chicken pox, but not me. Germs look at me and say, hey, they look at my body and say, hey, why why waste our time? And I love how Jesse is like, yeah, women say this, look at you and say the same thing. But the fact that Joey is all like, he's kind of, he's got kind of a cocky attitude about it. Like, huh, I'm immune to chicken pox. And Jesse's like, you can't be immune to chicken pox, huh? Like, you can't be. You better hope you get chicken pox as a kid because if you get the adult version, which is shingles, that is a lot, like, a lot worse. I've known people that have had shingles. I think my grandma had shingles. It's bad, guys. It is really, really bad. Especially the older you get, the more susceptible you are to getting these things. Especially with, hey, Quinny, um, with what's going on right now with, you know, the coronavirus, um, we're all asked, I'm, I'm off work for a week, um, and, uh, maybe I'll talk more about that later, let's, let's focus on the episode here, kind of give you an idea of what's going on, you know, here, so. So, she's really worried, she's like, I got this from a chicken, and Danny just kind of laughs, and I'm like, <laughs> that's cute. No, honey, you probably just picked this up from someone at school. Wouldn't you want to at least, like, hey, call the school up, let them know, hey, my child has chicken pox, someone else probably has it, you need to talk to the teachers, you need to get that school, like, wiped down, sanitized, let all the other, you know, parents of the kids know that your child most likely has been exposed to chicken pox. You know, shut the school down for a day, just make sure all the infected children stay home, all that stuff. Which, uh, either you're going to catch it from someone at school or you're going to catch it from... If you got siblings, odds are if they got it from somebody at school, the, wherever, you're going to get it if you haven't already had it. So Danny just kind of puts a head on Stephanie's head like, oh honey, don't worry, you're going to be fine. Everybody gets the chicken pots. I just, I don't like Joey's attitude here, like, huh, I never got the chicken pox. I'm immune. My whole class got him. My whole school got him, but I didn't get him. It's like, do you think this makes you a manlier man just because you didn't have, like, you're somehow above all the people that do have chicken pox? Like, you're better? I don't know. I, just, I don't like Joey's attitude here, and I like how he ends up getting it. It's like, you think you're immune? No, you're not. You're not coming out of this unscathed, Mr. Gladstone. I'm sorry. There is a hockey poster up there on the the wall coming down the stairs. doesn't really go with the theme of the other pictures. I think there's a big picture of, like, a ship, like, next to it. I'm like... That'd be like me sticking up a picture of some lion cubs and then next to it sticking up a picture of, like, the Eiffel Tower or the Brooklyn Bridge. It just, it wouldn't flow. Danny, of course, not thinking about it because five out of the six people in the house, like, oh, no one here has to worry about getting chicken pox. All of a sudden here. And all of a sudden, boom, camera flashes to Michelle. And Danny's like, oh, my God. It's like, dude, your baby is not going to die from this. She'll be just fine. 
ship her off to Tacoma, Washington to stay with Grandma. She'll be great. Your mom will be happy to have the company. Unless she's going through that pesky divorce. Because you know we know Danny's parents between season one and three eventually get divorced. So if he calls her, like, hey, mom, look, um, everyone here, Jesse and Joey got the pop from Stephanie. DJ's had it. I've had it. The only one that hasn't is Michelle. Could you maybe come and get her? I know you're way up there in Washington. She's probably like, Danny, look, it's it's not a good time right now. Your dad and I, we're, we're just going through some stuff. And then that leads Danny down a rabbit hole of finding out that his parents are getting divorced. I don't know. I'm just assuming here. And this is not coming from Michelle. You hear sound and it's just like that is a grown woman speaking for Michelle her lips don't even move when that sound is coming from it's it's supposedly coming from her it must be omit uh emitted from her body or something because I'm not seeing her her mouth's mumble her mouth is not mumbling but Joey jumps right in like I got her let's get her out of here it's too late she's already been affected now we cut up to the girls' room. We got Danny. They've tucked Stephanie in so tight. Like, hey, let's tuck your sheets in so tight that your arms will be at your sides. You won't be able to move them. Like, that will keep you from scratching. There's actually an episode of This Is Us. I think it's either season one or two where all three kids come down with chicken pox. Okay, so he did take her to a doctor because she's like, I'm itching, I'm itching. And Danny has just, like, got his arms, like, on either side of her trying to hold her down. Like, sweetheart, remember what the doctor said. No scratching. You can tell a kid not to scratch, but that doesn't mean that they're not going to scratch. It's, you just, you can't. Imagine, she's like, how am I supposed to scratch with these on my hands? And these things are so adorable looking. She's got oven mitts on her hands. One's a leopard, one's a zebra. It's so, so cute. I want those. Unless it's something like someone on the show, like um, a seamstress or whoever was making, you know, the clothes for the kids. I want those. They are adorable. But I love how Danny's like, oh... Those aren't oven mitts, sweetie, because she's like, are you kidding? These are what you use to take out TV dinners out of the oven. And Danny is just like grasping at straws here. Honey, those help take away the itch. Really, because as soon as I take these off, I'm going to go back to itching. They don't stop anything, unless you're like, uh, I don't know how you could keep those on her hands. What, rubber band them onto it? No. Magic oven mitts. Danny, she's five. She... Come on. She's Stephanie. She'll see right through that. And she does, because she's like, really, magic? You use these to take TV dinners out of the oven, Dad. So he's telling her Uncle Jesse's going to be up there with something to help stop the itch. <laughs> of course, Stephanie hopes this is one of these cases of the 24-hour version of Chicken Box. Well, it better be all good by tomorrow, because I, you know, a real ballerina is coming to my school. And she's, like, I mean, you can see she is, like, ballerina, ballet. It's her thing. She's got this big framed poster of a ballet woman. And it says, like, fifth season on the bottom of the poster. So she's all, she's in it. She's all into the ballet. 
Eventually, the ballet actually does eventually evolve into, like, dancing and stuff as the show goes on. Apparently, Quinn could care less about ballet. You sure you don't want to learn ballet? I think you'd look adorable in a tutu. Some ballet slippers? Fit those on your little face? Yeah, she's like, if I could roll my eyes at you, I would. <laughs> I'm sure you would, Quinn. I'm sure you would. Okay, so it's a real ballerina is coming to dance for her ballet class. I thought it was somebody that was coming into the school, like her actual school. She's like, don't worry, honey. I know you've told me like every single day this week. I know that. But guess what? In order to get well... Trust me, you're not getting well by tomorrow. That is not happening. I, I This is not a 24-hour version of chickenpox. But in order to get well, you have to get your rest. you got to drink plenty of fluids. Orange juice, apple juice, water. Definitely water. Make her some chicken broth or some chicken soup. Isn't that supposed to be good for a good chunk of ailments? All right, great. Rest fluids, got it. I'm on it. This room is so dark with light. It's like DJ's half of the room, which where you walk into, it's just, there's an itty bitty little lamp and that is about all the light that you're getting. It's like her half is shrouded in shadow and then Stephanie's half is lit up. Yes, right by that closet, there's like darkness. Like, don't go over there. <laughs> They could only afford to light one part of that room, and that's the part where Stephanie's bed is. That is a guys, I watch these shows so many times that these little things I noticed for the first time. It's like, how did I miss this? I wanna show you something. Yeah. Come here. No. <laughs> okay, watch as DJ comes in here. I know, but you wanna be better real soon? You gotta get lots of rest and drink plenty of fluids. Look how dark that room is over there! Could they only afford to light one half the room? I guess the only light on there is stuff. That's what I was gonna say! I like those little uh, animal oven mitts. Those are cute. I mean, there's a light there, but it's just like... <laughs> exactly! Shrouded in darkness! Don't avo avoid that area! So DJ comes in with the juice. It's like, there's not even... There's like a quarter cup of juice in there. There's not much. Jesse looks very styling. He's got this um, suit on that is really shiny teal fabric with like, it's bedazzled with sparkles. Yes, okay, calamine lotion. He found the calamine lotion. Because I remember like having calamine lotion, like someone like using like a cotton ball and just dabbing with the bottle, like calamine lotion on the spot, on the itchy spots. But, of course, the audience loves how Jesse looks, too, because they're like, woo! And DJ, of course, is in the doorway getting ready to get more juice for Stephanie. But she can't help but giggle at Jesse's outfit. I think it looks nice. I like it. I mean, if it were red, I'd like it even more. But I can't always, the characters can't always be wearing red for my benefit, so... Jesse looks like he's reading the bottle of calamine lotion and then he turns and looks at DJ who's trying to cover mouth laughing <laughs> and she's like like okay I'm gonna go by he's like you got a problem sweetie <laughs> Jesse's like hey how do I look and Danny I love his response like like you should be spinning from the ceiling of a disco 
I got plenty of cotton balls. Like, all right, here, I got something that'll suck the itch right out of your skin. And Stephanie is like, hurry, hurry, it's still itching. Oh, my gosh, I can feel it. Ugh. Uh, so, yeah, Danny and Jesse are doing double duty. They pull up the back of Stephanie's shirt to, like, get where the, the itching is. They're both doing, you know, pulling double duty with the calamine lotion and the cotton balls and all that good stuff. Of course, Joey comes in with a teddy bear, and a giant teddy bear, probably as big as Stephanie, and an air horn. Like, oh my goodness. That is the thing that Joey always brings the obnoxious things to the kids that are, he's like just trying to be, you know, helpful, but it ends up annoying the heck out of the family. Okay, so, okay, Jesse's going into this saying that he had the chicken pox. He's like, when I had the chicken pox, Stephanie, I never scratched once. And you want to know why? She's like, I don't have the slightest idea. It's like, because I got tough. Like, and she's like, Ugh. He's like, all right, come on. Let me hear you be tough. And she's like, and it's like, come on, Stephanie, you can do better than that. Come on. Joey, in this episode, he's being kind of a jerk. He's like growling, please. He's crapping on their, like, solutions. And Jesse's all like, what, you got something better? Like, because he thinks he's immune to chicken box, he thinks he's above all of this, and he's just knocking down their solutions. Like, how about you let the people that have had the chicken box, or not had it, actually deal with this. Because they're going based on experience. Mr. No Chicken Pops out can stand over there in the darkness by DJ's bed and keep his mouth shut. He tells Stephanie what she needs is medical technology, state of the art, and it's a freaking teddy bear. Teddy itch no more is what he calls this thing. Stephanie runs over the girl, try anything! She is like, uh she goes to grab the bear, and Joey's like, wait, 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 I gotta show you how it works. You hug the bear. No, basically what she's gonna do, is he tells her, where does it itch the most? And she's like, my tummy. And he's like, alright, scratch Mr. Itch No More's tummy. And she's like, see, basically what he's doing is trying to get her f focusing on itching but she want, he wants to get her off of it. Like, let's get your mind on something else. Your tummy's itching. Scratch that bear's tummy. Scratch it good. There we go. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff, all right. <laughs> so not only does he have this thing, he's got something to let you let us know when you need us. A bonus gift. An air horn. Oh, my goodness. Like, taking care of a sick child isn't enough stress on a parent. Let's have her blast out our eardrums with this air horn. So I'm going to play this clip. Uh, sweetheart, remember what the doctor said? No scratching. How am I supposed to scratch with these on my hands? Honey, those help take away the itch. They're magic oven mitts. Any second now, your Uncle Jesse will be up here with something to help stop the itching. 
Yeah, definitely. No That's right, pulp free on the yeah. way, girl. Like <laughs> you mind, DJ? Go get that juice, girl. How do I look? Like you should be spinning from the ceiling of a disco. <laughs> Stuff. You can do better than that. Growling police. Steph, what you need is state-of-the-art medical technology. <laughs> I give you Teddy Itch No More. Wait, 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 wait. Let me show you how he works first. Okay, now, where does it itch the most? My tummy. Okay, scratch Teddy Itch No More on his tummy. tummy. Yeah, yeah. Tummy. now. <laughs> but wait. You also get this special bonus gift. Something to let us know when you need us. Ta-da! Oh, no. Oh. What? Dang! You can make some loser. Yeah, thanks, Joey. Always thinking. Holy cow! Five minutes. How many pee breaks is she going to have to take? That's like 12 juices. Special report on the Golden State Warriors. Thanks. Your father is actually going to put on a uniform, warm up with the team, and sit on the bench during a real game. Good for you. <laughs> and if eight players get hurt, and a peanut vendor, I'm in. Steph, I got my dress rehearsal in my It's tall enough to play basketball. But other than that, I'm all yours. And I'm available all because, uh, I have no life? Yes. Because you have no life. Sweet. I'm so nervous. I'm in charge of making sure nobody falls asleep. You'll be sleeping until two in the afternoon. Ooh, but I gotta get him dressed. Out, 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 out. She's really too cute to be your kid. <laughs> what is it, buddy? Just testing. Well, don't do that anymore. I'm gonna kill you, Joey. I'm gonna kill you. Joey gives her the air horn. She hops back up on the bed and, of course, is going to test it. And Danny's sitting on the bed and Jesse's sitting on the toy box, which is next to the bed. And Stephanie just lets her rip with that thing. And it's just like, I can only imagine you would have, even if it's subtle, you would have either ringing in, definitely ringing in your ears, or you would have a little bit of hearing loss, because she is within, like, not even a foot distance between the both of them, and letting that thing go. And she's like, thanks, Joey! And Danny and Jesse are just like, yeah, thanks, Joey. Thank you now, because I can't hear. So, 
DJ comes up with a tray of what looks like eight ounce glasses of milk. There are at least 12 to 15 eight ounce I'd be peeing like no tomorrow. It's like, I gotta get up and go to the bathroom. I gotta get up and go to the bathroom. Five minutes later, I gotta get up and go to the bathroom. Like, not to mention, it might be cold now, but is she gonna be doubting one after the other after the other after the other? Because eventually you let that sit there, it's gonna get warm. I don't know about you, but when I have orange shoes, I like it to be cold. Ice cold. And she comes up with this tray that you would see a waitress carry, one of those round trays. She's like, here, this will hold you for five minutes, hopefully. Stephanie's like, wow, I hope so. Yeah, she plans it down like one after another. Like, glug, 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 pick up on a glug, 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 Like, okay, okay. So Danny tucks in Stephanie like, all right, sweetie, let's get you back into bed. Quinn, you got to be careful. And he's like, I'm going to be here with you all weekend, except for tomorrow afternoon, which is when I go and dress up with the Golden State Warriors basketball team. I get to sit on the bench during the game. I get to warm up with the team. And if eight players and the peanut vendor are out, I'm in. And Danny's tall enough to be a player. He's like over well over six feet, so... He's got a He's got a special report on the Golden State Warriors, and that's gonna be like so awesome, like a really awesome perk for his job that he gets to actually sit with the team. That has got to be cool. If you're a sports guy, that's got to be like an awesome, awesome thing. So everyone's pretty much letting us know what's going on with them. They're going to be occupied. We got Danny with the Golden State Warriors. We got Jesse with his doo-wop show. That's why he's wearing the sparkly teal suit. We got Stephanie, who's going to Sally Penzo's slumber party, the first ever slumber party. She's so jazzed about it. Her role in the sleepover is to make sure nobody falls asleep. Joey, of course, will be there all weekend. No issues. He's got nothing going on. He's got no life right now. No com comedy gigs. None of that stuff. He is all yours for the weekend, Steph. So Stephanie pretty much kicks everyone out. Like, I don't need me to need to mean to be rude, but can you, like, get out of my room so I can get some rest? I mean, I'm supposed to get rest now. Can't do it if all of you are talking in the room. And, of course, as soon as all of them are out the door, she grabs that air horn and goes, Burp! and everyone runs in, like, oh, my gosh, what's wrong, Stephanie? And she's like, just testing. I'm like, wait, 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 sweetie. You just tested it when Jesse and Danny were sitting next to you. You don't need to test it for a second time. You already know that it works. I mean, if it's an air horn, it's got, like, what, compressed air inside it? So there's probably oh many, only so many times you can squeeze that thing. I love how Jesse and Danny turn to Joey, just glaring daggers at him. And he's like, <laughs> it works, though. It's like, yeah, we he already tested that theory, like, a minute ago. We know it works. We are sitting right next to her when she uh, uh, pushed down on that thing. So, looks like DJ is going to be slumbering early with... Michelle, this is actually the nursery until eventually it does become Michelle's bedroom. I love the little bare, t bare border that they have running along um, the middle of the walls. 
This is the same border that my aunt had put up in my cousin's room when I was living there. Because I was sharing a room with my cousin. I hated it. I hated it so much. My cousin wasn't nice to me. So DJ's kind of balking about the fact that she's got a room in the nursery with Michelle. Like, what if she wakes up in the middle of the night and starts crying? I need my sleep so I can, uh, you know, have fun at my stay up all night at my sleepover. My all-nighter sleepover. Oh, she says it's way too cute in here. Well, yeah, it's adorable. It's for a baby. I love how we cut to Michelle and she's just standing up in her crib, just hand on the hand, uh, handrail of her crib, just overseeing. It's almost like for a second her brows were furled. Like, I didn't agree to a roommate. I didn't agree to this. What's she doing in my room? So Danny's like, DJ, are you telling me, as he pulls Michelle out of the crib, like, you don't want to sleep in the same room with this adorable, beautiful baby? This bundle of fun? As he's squeezing Michelle, and Michelle's like, ee, ee, ee. I'd be like, yeah, ask me that again at 2 a.m. Was she screaming for daddy across the hall? Which, I mean, she doesn't really talk actual words, but it's like, uh, she's still going to get up throughout the night, I'm sure. And that's going to get old. Oh, he calls Michelle a little bundle of baby fun. Is DJ planning on sleeping with that plastic, um... Yeah, I can't see DJ wanting to sleep with one of those head plastic headbands in her hair. That would hurt. Of course, across the hall, we hear the blaring of the air horn. He's like, oh, because he puts, uh... Michelle back in the crib. Like, all right, good night, sweetie. Good night, DJ. It's like, all right, now I gotta go see what Stephanie needs. And we keep hearing, it's like, I'm going to kill Joey for this. I can't believe he bought her this. It's like when, like, relatives get your kid a drum set or something equally annoying that a parent will have to suffer through. It's like, don't get, don't get your nieces and nephews or whatever. Don't get them that stuff. I mean, you wouldn't want someone getting it for your kid. So Danny leaves to go check on Steph. And this is a cute scene between DJ and Michelle where DJ is like, Michelle, it's not time to play. It's time to go to bed. Go to sleep. And she actually points her finger at her and Michelle actually listens like, lay down, lay down, go to sleep, close your eyes. And Michelle like, kind of tips sideways and she lays there and DJ's like wow this finger really works <laughs> and she blows on it like it's a gun <laughs> I don't know why she does that Dad do I really have to sleep in the nursery it's way too cute in here <laughs> Stephanie needs her rest DJ are you telling me that you aren't thrilled to death to share a room with this little bundle of baby fun <laughs> check on Stephanie and kill Joey. Night. Night. Okay, Michelle. Now how many people think Michelle should go to sleep? I do. What and I think I win. Good <laughs> night, Michelle. Sleep tight. No, she's not waiting. No, Michelle, this is not a slumber party. I need 
some sleep. Lie down. Well, Shakita thinks you're leaving because you're by the doorway. She's like, no, you're leaving. Don't leave. <laughs> she thinks it's a game. Lie down. <laughs> I like how she just steps back. This is a good finger. <laughs> and she alters it like a gun. So, yeah, DJ's all like, go to bed. Michelle, this isn't a slumber party. Well, she's like, points and like, bye-bye. It's because DJ is right by the door and she thinks DJ's leaving her. And then DJ's like, no, 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 lay down. It's not a slumber party. You need to go to sleep. Close your eyes. And I love how Michelle just tips sideways and just is like flat on her back. Like, that's adorable. And, but Michelle keeps sitting up because she keeps seeing DJ by the doorway. It's like, are you leaving the room? Are you turning off the lights? That's why she's scared is because, like, oh, you're leaving me. It's like, I was just told I was going to get a roommate. Now you're leaving? <laughs> she's so excited about having a roommate, Michelle is. <laughs> but it's like, DJ, get away from the doorway because she thinks you're walking out the door. That's why she keeps sitting up and pointing. She keeps pointing and waving bye-bye like you're leaving. DJ apparently thinks she has a magic finger that can order Michelle what to do. She blows on it, licks it like it's a gun, and, like, shoves it down like she's shoving a gun in a holster. Like, what are you doing? All right, it's the next morning. Danny is dressed head to toe in yellow warrior's gear. And it's probably what the warriors used to, like, when they're working, warming up for a game. They're not wearing their uniforms. They're wearing their, you know, workout, you know, warm-up stuff. DJ, of course, is shoveling cereal into her mouth so fast. Like, Dad, I, I, I can't talk. I can't look at you right now. I gotta shovel this food. My, uh, Sally Penzo's mom's gonna be here any second. And Danny's like, DJ, because he's like, oh, watch, look, he's trying to do the trick. I I can't remember if I ever attempted it and failed, because I'm sure you got to have a special finger to do this with the, look, I can spin the ball. Like, that's the biggest, like, parlor trick in the world is spinning the basketball on your finger. Like, you got to have a good finger to do that. Very, very flat. Uh, and, of course, he's not able to do it. So maybe if I hold the ball and, like, spin around it. It's like, mm, no. And Danny warns DJ, like, honey, I don't want to have to give you your very first Heimlich. Gosh, I still remember working at KFC, and I was out in the dining room wiping down tables, and this husband and wife were there. And I guess she started choking. At first, I thought she was, I thought she was, like, kidding, like playing a joke on her husband and I'm like oh I'm thinking oh like oh you're serious like she's actually choking so I was like does anyone here know the Heimlich maneuver can anyone help my wife I run out to uh the front there I'm like does anyone here know the Heimlich and everyone's like no 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 so basically all we could do was you know call 911 to get someone there and the husband's all like I can't believe none of you know the Heimlich you should know the Heimlich maneuver and later on you know after the ambulance comes and helps her out I was told like even if we did know it, we would not be able to perform it because you that is very risky. You could break a rib. You could do some serious damage to a person's body by do it if you don't administer it correctly. And then that person could sue you. 
And I don't think that's what the restaurant would want. Like, we don't want to do something, do it wrong, injure the person, and then not have them come back and say, we're suing you for what you're, the damage you did in my body. So I'm going to play this clip. It's just funny. Danny is just, he's so excited. He's so jazzed. This is going to be like, say, like, you're a person that interviews movie stars. You get to interview, like, your favorite movie star and stuff. Like, you're so excited. Hey, it's a box of oat boats that look like Cheerios. It's a red box with yellow print on it. So I'm going to, this is just funny. It's like DJ is just really like trying to get the cereal down. This is the thing. I like cereal and milk and stuff like that. But sometimes like once you're done, like an hour or so later, it depends on the person. But sometimes it's like the milk just doesn't sit right. And you're just going to be like, ooh. I'm giving a stomach ache. I don't know. I heard somewhere that, like, adults, like, as you get older, like, your body can't handle milk like you once could. I don't know. DJ, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's singing the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> oh, she's watching and shoveling cereal in her mouth. Maybe if I hold the ball still and I spin, I'll actually create the illusion that I can do this. Eh, I don't think so. DJ, hey, slow down. You're not supposed to chug a lug your cereal. Chug a lug your cereal? I like that. You should have gotten up earlier. Oh boy, he don't look good, man. He does not look good. Oh, nice look, Jesse. Your blow dryer short out? Oh, Jesse, what's wrong with you? Nothing. I'm fine. Really? I'm fine. Yeah. I think the dots on your arms speak otherwise. I got a fever, I'm sweaty, I'm chilly. Obviously it's malaria. <laughs> no, it's not malaria. <laughs> malaria, no. Those are mosquito bites. It's West Nile. Those are chicken bites. That's impossible, I'm immune. No, you're not. You're immune to common sense. You are not immune, guy. You gotta stop Jason, with that. You got the chicken pox. Okay. As soon as I'm over this, I'm immune. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, mother. <laughs> oh. Hello, mother. <laughs> like, is that how you answer the phone? <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. Everything's fine here. Except for Stephanie Joy had the chicken pox. What are you talking about? Mother, I had the chicken pox. Remember how tough I was? <laughs> it was an allergic reaction to wool. Well. But I was still tough. Good for you. Yes, I know. Fluids. Lots of rest. Oh. No, don't spread that around. I'm in trouble. <laughs> the station is counting on me to be with the Warriors, and I got two babysitters who can't go near the baby. I've got to find a sitter. Oh, I gotta go by. Yup, <laughs> she's out of there. He's yeah, guilting her, yeah. like making her feel bad. There. So, guys, go back to bed. You don't need to be at the table getting your germs all over that table. 
So Jesse comes down the stairs. He's kind of scratching at his stomach. And you hear one lady go, Woo! Calm down, ma'am. Calm down. We get it. John Stamos is attractive. I think it was more than one woman doing that. <laughs> Jesse's all like, morning, not looking at anybody. So he goes to sit down at the table. And of course, Danny's got to get a snide remark saying, oh, nice look, Jesse. And Jesse just looks at him like, I don't need to hear this right now. Oh, yeah, he's like, hey, did your blow dryer short out? It's like, dude, not the time. <laughs> Granted, Danny doesn't know the underlying issue here. But then Jesse actually does look at him and Danny sees his expression like, dude, now is not the time to make jokes. Danny's like, oh man, Jesse, what's wrong with you? And Jesse plays it off like, oh, it's nothing. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine as he sits down and immediately his head just falls onto his arms. Joey, of course, comes down from his basement apartment and he is... Looking uh, no better than Jesse there. And I'm just thinking, how could either of you be walking down the stairs? Do you think you'd be lightheaded? You'd be dizzy? You'd be squeezy? I mean, if I were Joey, I'd be crawling up those stairs. I would not be trying to walk up them. So right away, of course, Joey's hand goes to his forehead. He's like, oh, I've got a fever. I'm sweaty. I'm chilly. I'm like, are you sure you don't have the flu? Apparently, he's like, oh my gosh, apparently, obviously, I mean, it's malaria. I mean, look at these mosquito bites as he pulls down his sleeve. It's like, dude, those are not mosquito bites. Danny tells him, you have chicken pox. And of course, Jesse's all, or not Jesse, Joey's all like, I can't have chicken pox, I'm immune. And Jesse's like, Joey, you're immune to common sense. Actually, um, my husband, uh, Jeremy and I were talking about this earlier, uh, like an hour ago as I was putting together Liesl of My Hamster's New Cage. Um, I had brought this up, you know, that I'm covering this episode. And I was bringing up, you know, shingles. And I'm like, I thought that if you didn't get chicken pox, you could get shingles. But Jeremy told me that no, in fact, you, if you get have the chicken pox, you could get shingles as an adult. But you have to have chicken pops first in order to get them. I can't believe Joey's still riding the I'm immune train. You can see. He's sitting at the table and he's got a bunch of little teeny tiny chicken pop welts on his arms. Even Jesse, now that I'm looking at Jesse who's got, you know, his arms, you can see there are red dots just marking up his, his fingers, his arms. I did how ironic that the phone rings and who happens to be on the phone jesse's mom she must have mama esp or something because the fact that she calls because jesse's got oh i guess she's returning the call maybe he wanted to double check and make sure because he feels like no i had the chicken pox and she's probably double checking because her memory's probably better than jesse's because she raised him jesse gets up to get the phone it's like Face it, Joey, you got the chicken pox. Of course, Joey continues to ride this I'm immune train. He's like, okay, but as soon as I'm over this, I'm immune. Sure, but you won't be immune to, sh to shingles, sorry. The way Jesse answers the phone, he grabs it, like, hello. And of course, he's like, oh, hello, mother. Like, she's probably like, young man, is this how you answer the phone? I thought I raised you better. Oh, apparently she's in Palm Springs. 
And I love how Jesse is just doing this so nonchalantly. He's like, oh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm fine. But, you know, Stephanie and uh, Joey, they have the chicken box. As he continues to, like, itch his side and everything. It's like, dude, yeah. Here you're telling Stephanie to be all tough. Grr, and you're all scratching. Like, I'm an adult. I can scratch if I want to scratch. But she can't scratch because she's a kid. And, of course, he's like, Mother, what are you talking about? I had the chicken pox. Remember how tough I was? And then, wow, it was an allergic reaction to wool? I remember one time um, I had gotten clothes from somebody when I was like 12, 13, and I wore a wool sweater to school. And I remember like just the rash that was building up around my wrists. And eventually I'm like, okay, apparently I can't wear this. I think only a select amount of people can wear wool. Or if you're going to wear wool, have something underneath it. Maybe you guys know how I feel about turtlenecks and just, I'm not about them, but have something else like a long sleeve shirt underneath it. So that way this sweater isn't, like, straight, the wool sweater is not, like, straight on your skin. That you have something kind of, uh, protecting your skin. Or just don't wear wool. Of course, like any mother, she's prompting him on how to take care of himself. You know, fluids, plenty of rest, no dating. No, we don't need you spreading that to, um, everybody who hasn't, you're gonna infect people out there that haven't had chicken pox yet. That missed out on that as a child. So Jesse gets off the phone, and Danny has just got his head on his chin, just like, or his, his uh, chin on his uh, hand, I'm sorry. Um, he's like, man, I am in trouble. The station is counting on me to be with the Warriors today, and I got two babysitters that can go, can't go near the baby. What? Danny, I told you, ship her off to Tacoma, Washington. Your mom would love to have her. Maybe. Like, hey, DJ, instead of a slumber party, how would you like to go on a plane ride with your sister to Tacoma? You don't? <sighs> okay. And Danny's all like, gosh, I gotta find a sitter. And of course, he, like, zeroes in on DJ, who is, like, still... She must have put a lot of milk in there, or a lot of oat boats. Because she is still going to town on that cereal. Hey, she's saved by the bell. Because he, like, looks at her like, oh, I need a babysitter. Hey, because DJ's, like, across the table. And she's like, hey, wouldn't you know that? Saved by the bell. Well, there's my ride to go to um, Sally's house for the sleepover. Of course, she gets up to go. She gets about as far as the kitchen door. Shouts, I'll be right there. Well, it's not like they're in the living room. They're behind uh, the, the front door. But she does turn. She does feel a little bit guilty. She's like, you'll be fine, won't you, Dad? I like how she, I mean, she did see him kind of look at her, like, expecting, like, honey, I know you got to go to your slumber party, but, I mean, I'm, I'm in a jam here, baby. So, can you, you can't? Uh, okay. But, I mean, he plays it off like, oh, honey, I mean, I'll be fine. Don't worry about me. You just, I'll, I'll just start calling around. I got the, um, the address book here. You know, I'll go through it. I'm sure someone would love to watch your sister. It's like, hey, there's got to be at least 20 sitters in here that you probably haven't called since before your wife died. I mean, I don't think that he's had to use that address book since Jesse and Joey got there. Buck fifty an hour, that can't be too bad. I mean, it is 1988. I don't know the going babysitting rate. I mean, what is it now? Like five bucks an hour? I have no idea. 
He's like, honey, you go. You go slumber party hardy. <laughs> I love how DJ's like, dad, that was almost hip. She, you sure you'll be okay? It's like, I like how she just, I think she wants a, a real, like, Honey, I'm gonna be fine. Don't you worry. You go out there. You do. You do. You. You go to your slumber party. It's gonna be fine. She wants that reassurance that it's like it's okay. I'm not gonna feel guilty about this. He's not gonna make me feel guilty about going to this some slumber party. And this is this is she. She leaves, and he's like he sits down at the table. Great. I've got 47 minutes to find a sitter. Um. How much time are you allowing yourself to get to your job? Um, so are you telling me you got 47 minutes to get a sitter, get them over there, take the baby, and go? I don't know. It's like people are saying, oh my gosh, my plane leaves in 20 minutes. I don't think I'm going to make it. The, the whole Home Alone 2 scenario. Like, our plane leaves in 15 minutes. How are we going to, we're not going to make it. We'll make it. No, you won't. No, you oh, you won't. <laughs> I don't know what the traffic's like on a Saturday morning in, in San Francisco in 1988. I'm sure it ain't great. I don't know where the Warriors are playing. Stadium somewhere. Probably busy. It's Saturday. Unless everyone's, it's like, maybe it's like 8 a.m. People are still sleeping because that's what you do on a weekend if you don't have to work in the morning. And Danny's like, gosh, I might be almost hip, guys, but you know what? I am definitely in trouble, guys. Oh, you're sleeping. Oh, okay. But guys, go back to bed. You don't need to sit at the table. Danny's got this. He'll take care of it. They probably used what little energy they had to come down and up the stairs. And it's like, I'm depleted. I gotta work on the energy to go back up and down the stairs just to get to my bed. All right, now we're jumping upstairs, of course. It's the big day. Ballet dancer is gonna be at the uh, the the dance studio place. You know, Stephanie's been probably talking about this for the last month. She's been looking forward to it. She's gotta get there. Apparently, all that uh, those fifteen eight ounce glasses of orange juice didn't do the trick. She f probably figures, she's like, you know what, my my dad's. She's probably dad's gone. Jesse, she doesn't even know they have the chicken pots, Jesse and Joey. So, like, all right, coast is clear. I can get out of here. She even decided to um, go undercover in case she's spotted. So she's come up with this whole plan in her head. She's wearing a trench coat. She's got a hat on. She's got the dark sunglasses. She's got a red scarf. She looks like a private eye detective from, like, the 40s. I love how she says, goodbye chicken pox prison, hello ballerina. Well, let's hope that ballerina had her chicken pox, otherwise she's in trouble. Of course, who comes up the stairs but Jessie, probably going back to sleep, but she luckily ducks inside the open-doored bathroom. Jessie, apparently, as he's walking, is, like, pulling back the sleeve of his shirt and just examining, like, gosh, face chicken pox. Sure, this isn't a allergic. No, no, those are definitely chicken box. <laughs> like maybe if I rub them, maybe they'll go away. But they're not. Shoot. He goes in his room, shuts the door. Stephanie's like, sweet. All right, I'm making a break for it. She decides to go, which is weird because when she goes, she ends up coming 
down the steps that lead in the kitchen when when they go that way though the way she was going she was gonna go like she was going down into the living room all right maybe i mean season one maybe they haven't gotten everything all uh squared away with i don't know what is that it's like a it's like a toy box thing in their kitchen Maybe it's just a, a bureau, like, drawer, but what is that on top of it? Is that paint? Is that a big thing of paint? What is that? I can't tell. Plus, they, they love the stuffed animals. They got a couple of stuffed animals on this little bench that's by um, the window that's uh, from the stairs. It's amazing all the little things. That, do you know what I also notice? The, it's the, um, the blue belt, like, the blue light blue coloring that of the phone that goes with the blue and white checkered seat cover on the kitchen chairs and also that little uh that little bench too i like that so see she's inching her way towards the door however joey is now coming back up the stairs why are you doing that you just went down there now he's going to complain to Danny because he wants breakfast. And, of course, he's too sick to make it himself. How he's got an appetite throughout this whole thing, I'll never understand. Because if you're sick, do you really want to eat anything? Maybe I'm just, that's different from other people. Some people get a bit of an appetite. Some just don't want to eat anything because they're too queasy. But apparently... Joey thinks Danny has all this time while he's calling babysitters to make Joey some breakfast. Yeah, I'll get right on that, Joey, as I'm the main breadwinner in this house. Yeah, yeah come on now. He's like, he comes upstairs expecting, where's my bacon, eggs, toast, juice, and tea? You want juiced and tea? He's expecting it to just be, did Danny say, like, I'll get, I'll get to that? Because he expects it just to be laid out on the table, like, why isn't it here? I need my bacon, eggs, toast, juice, and tea. Like, Danny, where are you? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he's calling for babysitters, dude. He's like, I'm busy. And Joey's like, I'll make you a list. Let's go back to bed. Such a grouch. Whiny grouch. He actually has a nerve to ask Danny, where are you? Danny's like, I'm on the phone calling sitters. Like, what do you think he's doing? Like, I'm watching the 8 a.m. edition of weekend edition of Jeopardy. He's like, all right, I'll give you a hand. And you think he's gonna actually start making getting stuff out of the fridge or something. And he's like, I'll start writing down what I want. Like, uh. And poor Stephanie's like, dang it, Joey, why are you taking so long? Oh, great, yeah. So she probably figures, like, I am not going to get through here. So, uh, oh, no, he's looking for a pen when he needs to write stuff down. You know, his menu of what he wants Danny to make for him. Because apparently he thinks Danny has all the time in the world. <laughs> so Stephanie, like, rolls him a pen on the floor Joey's like, oh, interesting, a pen's on the floor. Wow, what coincidence. I love Joey's big, bigfoot furry slippers. Those are adorable. So she ducks out real fast since he's bent down getting that pen. She's like, zoop, right through the laundry room. But now, of course, Danny's in the living room. So it's like, I gotta get through here. 
Somehow. Oh, Danny's on the phone, not only trying to get sitters, but now he's like, his boss is... Derek is, like, breathing down his neck, saying, look, Tanner, if you're not here in, like, 20 minutes, I gotta replace you. And Danny's all like, no, Derek, you can't replace me, please. I mean, I've shot all the other footage. I'm wearing the suit. I look I look really cute, Derek. You would think I was adorable if you saw me. I am dressed the part. I'm ready to go. I practically got my keys in my hand. I'm practically out the door sitting in my car. Oh, he's also done all the other interviews. I love that rhyme. He's like, Derek, I'm already wearing the suit. I look really cute. So he's like, don't worry, I'll be there. 37 minutes. And then he hangs up the phone and like, 37 minutes? So he's already spent, like, 10 minutes or so on the phone trying to get a hold of somebody. Joey's like, Danny! <laughs> Danny's like, I'm coming! Just give me a minute. Dang, man, you're a grown 30-something-year-old man. You can't make your own... Pour some old boats! There's some on the counter. I'm sure DJ left some left in the box. There you go. Boom. Breakfast. No one wants bacon, eggs, toast, and juice, and tea when they're sick. All of a sudden, apparently when Joy gets sick, he gets famished. He needs that food. Whiny baby. <laughs> That'd be nice. I love Danny's comment. Like, oh, I wish chicken box caused laryngitis. <laughs> of course, Danny goes into the kitchen. Stephanie's like, all right, I'm making a break for it. She goes to the door. All of a sudden, we hear freeze. Jesse comes down like, well, 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 what do we have here? He's wearing a bathrobe, which is typical if you're feeling sick or if you're just lounging around the house. And he's wearing his glasses, probably reading a Rolling Stones magazine. Yeah, he caught her red-handed, but he's going he's gonna to indulge this little uh, identity that she's created. <laughs> I love how Stephanie, like, her, it makes her voice kind of high-pitched, like, Hello, Mr. Cochran! <laughs> Props for Stephanie for, you know, taking, you know, the effort to do this. He just kind of plays along. <laughs> like, And hello to you, little stranger. Do I know you? She's like, I'm my friend, Karen. 
Wait, what? <laughs> Try again, sweetie. She made this up on the fly. I mean, she didn't know she was going to get caught, but like I said, props to her for coming up with this whole, you know, new identity. I just came by to visit poor little Stephanie. And Jesse just continues like, oh, that's very considerate of you, Karen. Oh, no, he's like, oh, that's very considerate of you. Karen, like, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge. I know that's you under there, Stephanie. <laughs> I mean, that scarf, glasses, hat, and trench coat is not hiding the fact that uh, you're you're Stephanie. And Stephanie goes on like, she's missing a real ballerina. And she says, why don't you go upstairs and say hi? You know, as you know, though, Stephanie's very sick with the chicken pox and shouldn't be going anywhere. Of course, Stephanie's like, chicken pox, I better get out of here. And she goes to open the door. And Jesse's like, oh, not, not so fast, Karen. Looks like you already got him. You probably got him from me. And Stephanie breaks when she realizes, like, Uncle Jesse, you have chicken pox too? I'm like, well, Steph, if you take off the sunglasses, you might see that his face is covered in the same red spots as you water on your face. And Jesse's like, wait, what was that, Karen? <laughs> He's like, what was that, Karen? <laughs> She's like, I mean, Mr. Uncle. <laughs> I mean, Uncle Cochrane. <laughs> I mean, Jesse. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, sweetie. She finally just gives up. Say, Mr. I mean, I, I, I give up. She starts pulling off, like, the hats and the sunglasses, like, it's me, it's me, Stephanie. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my goodness, Stephanie. Well, you know what? I thought it was Lauren McCall. And I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, I can't take it anymore. She takes off the hat, the sunglasses, <laughs> throws them down. <laughs> oh, he's got a first aid kit along with that magazine he's holding. So he stands up, because the whole time he's been kind of kneeling at, whoopsie, Stephanie's level. He stands up like, now, what are you doing on a bed, young lady? Of course, Stephanie's like, I'm all better. And he's like, oh, really? So, um, explain to me what these little red dots are all over your face. And she's like, oh, those are my old bitter bumps. Like, come on, sweetie. No, 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 they're not. Like, I, I wish they were, kid, but we both know they're not. And he puts an arm around her, like, hey, all right, come on. And she's like, be careful, my chicken box. And he's like, right, yeah. And I'm like, Jesse, you have them. You can't reinfect yourself. I mean, come on. You already have them. What, are you going to get them a second time by touching her? <laughs> so he just holds out his little pinky. She puts her pinky through his, and they just, as he calls, will do the chicken strut. <laughs> it's her It's so cute. <laughs> But, of course, before they do the chicken strut up the stairs, he's like, now, Stephanie, unfortunately, you know, being sick sometimes means having to miss out on, you know, fun activities. You know, things that you really want to do, but the trick is you got to be tough. So, of course, she's like, does this mean you don't care about missing your doo-wop show? Of course, Jesse is like, oh, my doo-wop show. So... If he's canceling it, does that mean his six other bandmates can't go? I mean, I guess they're a package deal, so probably not. And he, while well, he's kind of sulking about it, she's like, remember what you told me, be tough. Grrr! And he's like, 
Girl. <laughs> it's, I love these two. It's so cute. They're so adorable. Like, we're all sick together. It's like a special I'm sick club. It's the chicken pox club. Oh, the chicken pox twins. I like that. <laughs> get the strut. Get the chicken strut. That's it. <laughs> so I'm going to play this whole thing with Stephanie and Jed. This is just wow. I mean, to go through the motions of like, I'm getting out of here. Of course, I'm going to wear disguise and stuff in case I'm caught, which she is. And she's got to come up with this whole, I'm Karen, Stephanie's friend from school. And of course she doesn't know that Jesse's got the chicken pox till he mentions it. And then of course breaks character. And, and it just, it's just, it's, it's cute. It's just, it's cute. I really like it. So I'm going to play this clip. He's not going to reinfect himself. You both got it. He's going to get it somewhere. Unfortunately, being sick sometimes means having to miss out on something that you really want to do. But the trick is, you got to be tough, like your Uncle Jesse. Does this mean you don't care about missing your doo-wop show? Oh, i got to miss my doo-wop show. I have other opportunities, bud. Don't worry. told me, be tough. a girl. You got it. Yeah. Chicken strut. Chicken strut. All right. Looks like they stocked up on that calamine lotion. We're down in Joey's bedroom. Jesse and Joey are on the bed. They got their cotton balls. They're dabbing themselves with the pink calamine lotion. Jesse's kind of complaining about how it isn't fair. Hey, is that the pinball machine that Joey got? When he got that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? His mom had an old savings bond. That might be it. It might be. Of course, Joey's like, well, who said that's unfair? And of course, Jesse's like, look, two grown men putting dollops of goop on their bodies. I call that unfair. 
Okay, so I don't know. Where's Joey going with this? He's like, hey, you want to talk on fair? Let's talk about salmon, shall we? Oh, with the fact that when they give birth and then they try to go up the stream and then they die or something, right? I guess Joey's kind of trying to think about, you think we have it tough. Let's look at salmon and see how tough their life is. They, I think, got it worse than we do. And Jesse kind of side-eyes Joey with, where are you going with this? Sam and wait their whole lives to swim upstream, make love once, and then drop dead. Okay. He's joyously like, now that is unfair. And Jesse, mind you, is still just side-eyeing Joey with a raised eyebrow, like, where are you going with this? Yeah, he's like, what the heck are you talking about? So Joey, of course, now is trying to, he's probably had his toast and his bread, his, his bacon and his eggs and his tea and his juice. So he's all, he's set, he's golden, he's good. He's basically trying to make the best of a cruddy situation. Like, yes, we got the chicken pox. Yes, we're down for the count. Yes, we can't do what we want to do. But, you know, we're not out there fighting traffic. We're not out there... You know, we're in here, basically. Just being sick. Basically, I mean, even though you're sick, call it, you know, it's a free day. I mean, yeah, Jesse has a Mrs. Duop show. But it's not like he didn't get to do that rock and roll heaven thing um, in the Mad Money episode. Which I haven't covered that, but I will at some point. You know, Jesse later on, you know, he's got big things coming. He gets to perform at Walt Disney World at the end of season six. He gets to go to Tokyo because his song is number one in Tokyo, in Japan. So it's just, yeah, he gets to do cool things. Missing one doo-wop show isn't the end of the world. Other better opportunities will come along in the future. And he's like, yeah, sure, I'm itching. But I'm itching with a smile on my face. Like, yeah, right. This is, like, day one for them. Stephanie's day one was yesterday. They're, she's on day two. They're on day one. Give it a moment, and that smile is going to be a grimace as you're like, Oh, the itching, I can't stand it! Like, the calamite lotion is just a temporary relief from the itch. It's still got you... It's one of those things where... If you're thinking of something else, if your mind is, like, with the Mr. Itch Me No More, the bear, you're focused on something else, so you're not focused on the itching. If you're sitting there, you're gonna want to itch. Like, play a board game, do something, anything to get your mind off. Get your Keep your hands busy doing something else. But Danny... I mean, excuse me, not Danny. Joey is just, I don't like this. I don't, he's just infuriating. It's like basically he's calling like Jesse out like, hey, look, I mean, itch, dab, itch, dab, put the calamine lotion on, bing, bang, boom. I itch, I put calamine lotion on. It's almost like, hey, I'm toughing this out. I can be, I can beat you at this game. Like, it's almost like I'm, I can be better at you at not having to itch. I'm going to make the best of this. It's almost like, not so much he's putting Jesse down, but it's like, oh, you think you're a big man with your chicken box. I have chicken box too, but I'm going to be the bigger man and I'm just going to not let it bother me. It's like he's trying to get Jesse to like show me up, you know, prove to me. I mean, 
who's the bigger person. It's like, it, it's almost like he's trying to make it like it's a competition. See who can not itch their chicken pox the longest. Okay, so now they are going to turn this into a wager. Jesse says, oh, well, you're a wimp. And Joey's like, what, I'm a wimp because I need to itch? Like, all right, let's just see who scratches first, shall we? Like, yeah, you know this is not going to last long. I wonder what they're going to wager. Like, changing Michelle's diaper. Like, if you itch first, if you scratch your itches, your chicken pox, you got to change her diaper without my assistance for a week. They're standing there eyeing each other. Like, all right, let's see who's going who's gonna to lose here. And you see they're both kind of smiling at each other. And you see Jesse's, like, face start to twitch. Like, he's getting that urge like he wants to itch. But he's trying to, like, no, I can't lose this. I can't. What is the wager, though, guys? Is this just to see who's more manlier by not itching? Or are you actually wagering something? Oh, there we go. Joey just twitched. He's... <laughs> they're, they're, one of them's gonna break. One of them is going to break. But who's gonna break first? I oh god. Jesse is like, oh wow, that's a butte on your forehead, Joseph. Bet you'd like to take a rake to that bit. He's testing Joey. He's like trying to get him to break. I want to play this. Oh my gosh, these guys are just like, ugh. They're really pushing each other. Like, let's see who's gonna who's gonna drop first. You scratch me, yes. and I scratch you, uh, then we're both 
still tough guys, right? Tough, yeah, resourceful. Get right back. Oh, 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 So basically, they decide to concede and just say, hey, if we're both scratching, let's just, this whole wager, call it off, we both scratch ourselves, we use each other to help scratch each other, then we're both tough, guy, tough guys, neither of us loses. Now, before they drop this wager, I recall, I can't remember any of this stuff prior to them complaining about the itching being so bad. So this clearly was not in the syndicated version. They cut that out, and then we cut down to them being downstairs like, Ah, it's very itching, drive me nuts. Of course, while they're rubbing their heads against each other to help with the itch, that's when Danny and Stephanie comes down. She comes down with her Mr. Itch Me No More. Um, or Itch No More, <laughs> excuse me. Um, and they, one of the, it's like these... Like, two guys just being guys, but making it look like it's kind of weird moment. And they look at each other. They realize Danny's watching them. Like, hello. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Well, I figure they brought Stephanie. He brought Stephanie down there just because, like, well, you got chicken pox, so do they. You can all have chicken pox. It's a chicken pox hangout. Alright, now we jump back upstairs. Danny is still on the couch. How much time has passed? Because he has got to run out of time. And of course, Michelle is awake. She's downstairs. She's got her little toy phone. Danny clearly has gotten to the end of the alphabet in that address book. Because he's calling Mr. Zuckerman. Now, when I think Zuckerman, I think Charlotte's Web. He's calling for Mr. Zuckerman's daughter. So he's calling for Fern. No, Fern was Mr. Zuckerman's niece. So apparently Zuckerman's daughter is not home. But Mr. Zuckerman is available. But of course he doesn't want to watch a nine-month-old baby. Like, I raised my kids! I don't want to babysit no more! So they, oh, hey, how about you? Have you ever considered picking up a little extra change babysitting? Is he, so he probably, what, hangs up on Danny? Like, dude, I raised my kids, okay? My daughter's a babysitting age herself. She ain't here. It's the weekend. I got stuff to do. I gotta go feed my pig. I gotta go feed Wilbur. He pretty much hung up on Danny. And Danny is just, well, that's it, Michelle. That's the end of the alphabet. And Michelle was like, got the phone up to her ear. Like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll play here. Here, yeah, let's pick up the phone. You want to call? You Are you talking to me, Michelle? Huh? It's, it's cute. This is a cute, adorable moment. I'm going to play this clip. Hello, Mr. Zuckerman. <laughs> Hi, this is Danny Tanner. Yeah, I desperately need a babysitter. <laughs> is your daughter home? Oh. Uh, how about you? Have you ever considered picking up a little extra change babysitting? Hello? Hello? Right. That's it, Michelle. The end of the list. You have any luck? Nope. Oh, she. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't tease me like that. I'm dead. Unless I call up Sally Penzo's house and get a hold of DJ before she goes to Carmel for the slumber party. <laughs> yeah, then she can make it back in time, and I can get to my game. <laughs> Does your friend oh, live Michelle, in Carmel? She's been looking forward to this for weeks. 
It's your very first slumber party. But then again, it's my very first Warriors game. <laughs> oh, but if she misses that party, it's, it's going to break her heart. Yeah, but you what can throw Heather have her own slumber party. <laughs> Very tempting. But I just can't do that to DJ. We can still play, though. Yeah, let's, let's call each other. Hello, Michelle. Hi, it's Daddy. Goodbye. <laughs> she hung up on him. Like, I don't want to talk. You hung up on your father? I sure did. And I'm going to laugh about it. Danny's at the point now, and he doesn't want to do this to DJ. She's been looking forward to the slumber party for weeks. And I was just like, I know that she is, but how about do a solid, like, look, DJ, I will make it up to you. How about this? How about I let you throw your own special super duper amazing blowout slumber party? Not so she can, like, one-up uh, Sally Penzo or anything like that, but, um... Yeah, but he's like, but I can't do that to her. She's been looking, and you know, and I mean, this is her first slumber party. It's my first Warriors game. You know, if this weren't for a job, I mean, he wouldn't be doing, it wouldn't be a problem, but he's got to show face. Granted, Derek did say that Danny might have to be replaced if he doesn't get down there. I, but I love how he plays, you know, talks on the phone like, oh, you want to call Danny? Oh, hi, Michelle. She hangs up on him. And he's like, did you hang up on your father? And she just sticks her tongue out and smiles. Like, she grins. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, now we jump back down to the basement where we got jo Joey, Jesse, and Stephanie all sitting on Joey's bed side by side. We got Joey wearing the hockey gloves, the big padded hockey gloves. We got Jesse, he's got socks on his hands. Stephanie is using Mr. Itch No More. They're both doing what they can. Now, I don't know what this thing is that Jesse has. It looks like a little oil-like canister thing. And it's like, whether it's like blowing air on their, whether they're getting relief from it. But then they start doing the Chain Gang song. It's adorable. It looks more like a little mini, you know, tall golden teapot and what are they getting is that is that like compressed air or i don't see anything coming out of it you just hear when he presses it down it's going and they're all like ah. i'm gonna play this clip because i love how they're singing the chain gang song of course jesse's singing it and joey and stephanie are all like ooh, ah, ooh, ah. and i love how danny comes down with stuff for them to eat and drink. And he jumps right in there. And it's just funny how Jesse, Joey, and Stephanie turn and look at him like, hey, you don't have the chicken pox, so you're not in this club, okay? Thank you. That 
looks like no, giant cups of orange juice. Jesse, Dude, it looks like a cup of orange juice. <laughs> Does it look for. like he's got a sitter? I can't believe I'm gonna miss my game. Uh... <laughs> Hi, everybody. DJ, hey, hey. DJ, what are you doing here? Want to make sure you had a babysitter. Need one? Yes. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, Dad, you better leave. You're gonna be late. <laughs> no, I might just make it now. Mm. Is this a terrific kid or what? You gave up your slumber party for me? She's going to use that as her uh, really get-out-of-jail-free card. It's not fun. <laughs> DJ, you're becoming very mature and responsible. Yeah, I guess having me for an uncle starting to rub off on you, DJ. Oh, Jesse, this is... Yeah, don't... Dad, if you're not going to leave, then I'm going back to the party. Oh, I'm out of here, I'm out of here. Go, 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 go! Go! Guys, we really are doing something right. Danny, get out of here. Thank you, thank you, thank go! You. I'm gone, I'm gone. Thank you. The man loves to hug. Clearly. It ain't gonna stop. So he's got tuna fish and chicken soup. Those bowls look like they have orange juice in them. That is the yellowest, if not, that is the yellowest chicken soup I've ever seen in my life. So he offers stuff to them, and all of them are like, eh, I'm not hungry. Nah, I couldn't eat. Eh, I'm nauseous. So. Danny sits down on the bed with them, and... Of course, there is an, like, no, you couldn't get a sitter, Joey asks. Danny's like, well, you're, it's just the one you're looking at. I mean, does it look like you got a sitter? He's still there. But, of course, luckily, who comes down is, but DJ. She just wanted, like, hey, um, I want to see, you guys still need a sitter? So, my guess is she hadn't even gotten to the party. She'd probably been, you know, ruminating over in her mind on the drive, like, gosh, I really feel maybe I should help them out. I mean, I want to do this, but... And I'm thinking, this is really great of her. I mean, odds are, I really, I can't see a kid doing this, though. And I'm just thinking in the back of my mind, it's like, even though she's doing this to help her family, it's like, DJ, you could probably even turn that around and use it as your get-out-of-jail-free card next time when you get into trouble. I don't know. Maybe she's not thinking of that. But they also, you know, DJ, you're really responsible, and, you know, you're getting you know older, and that's really great. And, of course, Jesse tries to make it about him, like, oh, I guess you're, I'm rubbing off on you, DJ. And it's like, Jesse, please, you're, ju you're delirious. And Danny hugs DJ, like, thrice. He's like, hey, come make my game. And then he, but he keeps coming back to, like, praise her for, you know, doing this. And he's like, Dad, if you're not going to go, I'm going back to the party. I'm going. I'm going back to the party. And he's like, I'm going. And I'm like, get out of here, dude. You might want to give Derek a heads up so you're actually um, going in so that way you don't get there and find out you've been replaced. 
And DJ's like, hey, okay, um, you guys don't really need anything, do you? And DJ even says to Danny, it's like, you do so much for me, it's time that I did something for you. You know, that's what being a part of a family is all about. You can tell this is a family sitcom, because no kid, I don't think, is ever gonna use those words. I don't know. And she even says, you know, there'll be other parties. Which, yeah, there will be. I mean, Danny could even, like I said, he could say, honey, if you want, you can have a some lumber party. You know, I can make it up to you that way, or however. Okay, so they all, as soon as DJ thinking, but you guys don't need anything, do you? As soon as she opens her mouth, they're all like, get my guitar, I'd like my coloring books, you know, Jesse and Stephanie. Or Jesse apparently wants orange juice. There's a big bowl full of it, if you want that. I don't know. I mean, I like tuna fish okay, but I don't really have. Sometimes I think I got, like, a really bad fishy part the last time I had it, and it kind of turned me off from tuna fish. Like, I don't want to make that mistake of eating it and getting a really fishy, icky part. Like, Joey, your bedroom, you got everything you practically need down there. He's got, they got a bathroom right there with a, is there a toilet in there? I think there might be a toilet. I hope there's a toilet in there. Jesse wants his Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, my phone book. Get my phone book. Why? So you could set up dates for the day that you're finally free of the chicken pox? Okay. All right. So that was the episode. I really liked going through this. I haven't watched this episode in quite a while, so this was fun to go through it. So I got to say lesson learned from this episode is definitely... Well, for one thing, if you've not had it as a child, don't consider yourself immune from it as an adult. That's one thing. Another thing is, look, just get the rest that you need. Get, get your fluids in you. Know that you're probably going to have, you're going to be down for the count for at least a week. Another thing is, you know, sometimes things happen when we don't want them to. And sometimes we end up having to miss out on things that we really want to do. But if you're sick, I can't see you having any energy or any will to want to do something that you really want to do. Like, I don't care if I can't walk. I'm going to the Christmas party or something like that. Don't, 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 don't infect other people. with. Stay home. Get well. Just, yeah. I'd have to say most relatable for this episode, of course, Stephanie, just because I was right around her age. I was like seven when I got chicken pox, so. Uh, worst outfit of this episode is definitely going to go, I really did not like DJ's, like, light carnation pink sweater with a palm tree and a pink car. It just looked, I mean, these aren't name brand clothes. There's something that a seamstress, like, on the show or does the wardrobe makes for the kids. Um, best outfit, I gotta go with, gosh, it's between Danny's Warriors outfit, yellow, and, uh, you know what? I want to go with Stephanie's, uh, wardrobe for her little, uh, detective outfit. I want to go with that. Runner-up is definitely going to be, I want to go with Jesse's doo-wop outfit, because it was really nice. I mean, Danny looked alright in his warrior's outfit, but I'm like, I'm really not a fan of yellow on anybody, so. Um, if I'm gonna give out the who was the worst this episode, I don't do that very often, but I think I need to give it to Joey. Just his attitude this whole episode, like, I'm immune. <laughs> and he's trying to tell people, he, the person who claimed, you know, never had chicken pox, is trying to tell people that have had chicken pox how they should handle something. Like, come on. 
just his, his whole attitude towards the whole thing. And then he's like telling Jesse, like, oh, I'm a bigger man than you because I'm not going to scratch. It's like he's trying to one-up him or say, I'm better than you because I'm not going to do that. And because I'm not doing it, that makes me more of a man than you. It's like, I don't, his whole attitude is just, I didn't like that at all. Really irritated me. Uh, one of the remedies I did look up for kind of helping relieve uh, chickenpox, uh, effective remedy for treating chickenpox is brown vinegar. It will relieve skin irritation and help heal the lesions and prevent scarring. That's another thing. If you scratch your chickenpox, that could lead to scarring later on. Uh, simply add one half cup of brown vinegar to lukewarm bath water and soak in the bath for about 10 to 15 minutes. All right, that's that's good. I guess now there probably is a vaccine out there for, to prevent kids from getting chickenpox. Let's see. Which are the dangers of adult chickenpox? Serious complications from chickenpox include bacterial infections of the skin. Oh, that's for children. Infection of the lungs, pneumonia, infection, or inflammation of the... Whoa. This is all for adults? Wow. What are the chances of getting chickenpox after vaccination? Chickenpox vaccine is no exception. After one immunization, the vaccine confers immunity in approximately 85% of people. So approximately 15% of children and adults who are vaccinated can contract and manifest chickenpox if sufficiently exposed. Is adult chickenpox as bad as they say? <clears throat> because chickenpox in adults is way worse, or at least that's what people say, but it's not just folklore. Chickenpox is actually is worse when you're an adult. Wow. Interesting. When to call a doctor for chickenpox? Call a doctor within 24 hours, age less than one year. Michelle was, what, about 9, 10 months at that point? Maybe she might have even been a year. Teen, 13 years or older, has chickenpox been near to person with chickenpox or shingles in the last five days. Also, a healthy person who never had a chickenpox vaccine. One lymph node gets larger and more tender. Fever lasts more than four days. So that's what to do if that's when you need to see a doctor. Gotcha. Many things. Use Tylenol for pain. All right. Avoid anti-inflammatory painkillers never get aspirin to children under age 16 tap or pat don't scratch your itch take a cool oatmeal bath you can buy it at your local drugstore dab or pat don't rub your skin dry wear loose cotton fitting cotton clothing so your skin can breathe dab calamine lotion on your itchy spots which is what they were doing for stephanie and joey and jesse all right um Try antihistamine like Benadryl to ease your symptoms. All right, well, these are all good ideas. Good, good, good. Stay hydrated. Drink lots of fluids to keep your body rid, help your body rid itself of virus faster. It also keeps you from getting dehydrated. Choose water over sugary drinks or sodas, especially if you or your child has chicken box in the mouth. Sugar-free popsicles are a good choice. Keep your cool. Heat and sweat make you itch more. Okay, I didn't know that. Use a cool wet washcloth on super itchy areas to calm your skin. All right. This is all good, interesting, helpful information. All right. All right. As I said, um, and, um, and the love is in love is in the air episode, part of the Jesse and Becky, a love story series back at the end of 
February. The next episode I will be doing is Season 4, Episode 10, Terror in Tannertown, which is the Rusty episode that will be put up on April 1st, April Fool's Day. And then I will also be doing the next episode... Season 4, Episode 11, Secret Admirer. That will be in mid-April, so look forward to that. I also have a special episode coming out between those two episodes as well. So, all right. Everyone have a wonderful, you know, week. Have a good week, everybody. Honestly, just, this is going to be hard, but just... Guys, the most thing you can do is do your best to remain calm. Just don't give in to the social media stuff that's going on because it is really, it's putting a fear in people and people are starting to just react in, in, in negative ways. I know it's, you see all the stuff out there and it's really scary with this virus going around and all we can kind of do is just stay inside if we can and just... Just stay calm. Stay positive, guys. This will eventually blow over. It will. But as long as you do your best to stay calm and stay positive, guys, try to look at it. I know it's hard. I know it's we're all kind of in a dark place right now with what's going on with this virus. But just try. Just try to stay positive. Know that there is a light at the end of this tunnel. This tunnel. We will all get through this together. And just think about it, guys. Think about, you know, a year from now, five years from now. We're going to look at this whole situation and just say, wow. You know, with, with the, the toilet paper outages and, and just all the stuff going on. We're going to be like, wow. What was, I don't know. We're doing what we can. We're, you know, getting our stuff packed up. We're trying to get our house on the market. All that good stuff. My sister, love my sister so much. She came over Saturday and she was able to get three rooms painted all by herself. I figure, I mean, she knows what she's doing. I mean, I probably mess it up. I, I know I mess it up. When Jeremy and I first bought this house, it's kind of funny because <laughs> uh, we got as far as the family. Like, oh, we're going to paint the whole house. We're going to paint every room. We got as far as like the family room and we're just like, this isn't for us. This is not for us. <laughs> but my sister, bless her heart. She is just, guys, she is, she is a godsend. She is a lifesaver. She is really helping us out with, with all of this. And it's amazing how you don't realize how much stuff you have until you start to got to start getting rid of some stuff. Or when you start putting stuff in totes and everything and your house starts to fill up and like, there's no room to move. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering also with part two, uh, part B of Fuller House season five, when they're going to debut. I mean, it's already been filmed. They could put it up whenever, right? I mean, a lot of people are saying, put it up now. Everyone's home. Give us something to do, right? Um, Punky Bruce. That's another thing, the Punky Bruce reboot. I'm kind of wondering because they were going to be filming it, but I'm kind of wondering if that's not going to come out until 2021. I mean, if everyone's being told to stay inside, you know, social distancing and all this stuff, especially with the you know, the kids, there's at least, what, 
three to four kids on the sh on that show. You know, three are hers. I think maybe Cherry might have a son or daughter. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it is going to be delayed. I mean, I'd love for it to come out this year. That'd be awesome. I'm going to stay positive, but part of me kind of wonders maybe with all this stuff going on, it might get pushed back till next year. You guys know, I mean, if, some of the things you were seeing is like a lot of the movies that are supposed to come out, you know, big summer movies are being pushed back till at least a year. Just do, do what we can. All we can do, like I said, stay calm, stay positive. Just, we're go like I said, we're going to get through this. We are going to get through this. We have gone through so many things in, as human beings and all the, all the things that have come up over the years. It's like, this is just another thing that we will get through. Focus on moving forward. Stay positive. All right, guys. Have, have a good night, and I will be back April 1st with Terror in Tannertown. Bye-bye.